0: Hi, Red. My name's Hannah. I'm from BB23. It's lovely to meet you. You too, Nona. <laughs> Sorry, I'm at school right now so you can hear the planes and such. But I'm so excited to talk to you about your experience in the Big Brother Season 25 house. Obviously, it's a legendary season. We're at 25. Can you even believe it? Have you been a fan for a long time?
1: I've been a fan for a while. Um, I remember watching it back when it first came out, you know, uh, when you know we didn't have DVR or anything to record it, so the family had to all get together and all watch it on the night um it it's changed a lot since the very beginning i will I will tell you that uh but I did fall into a gap there where I didn't get to watch it as much in between, and I think I missed a lot of those changes. I went in thinking I could play this game with loyalty and honesty, and I just don't think it can be won that way.
0: Yeah, no. Big Brother has definitely evolved as a game, and in some aspects, it's gotten more cutthroat. In other aspects, I think people police what they do and say more. So it's it's very interesting, just kind of exploring that dynamic and how it's changed over the years. But we're not here to talk about Big Brother in general. We're here to talk about you and your game. Um, Big D is here. He is also from season 23, if you know slash remember him. But my first question for you is, what are your thoughts on Suri Felicia, and Izzy throwing you under the bus to Cameron in order to justify why they voted you out and why they kept him in the dark? I'm not sure if you've been keeping up with the episodes, but in Sunday night's episode, They were like, well, yeah, Red was very anti-Cam, so we we needed to get rid of him. What are your thoughts about that?
2: Now,
1: uh, what I am glad to see is that Cam has seen them for what they are, and he's got two of them on the block right now with hopefully a backdoor option uh, for Cerise. So hopefully that all goes well. It doesn't really matter which one of them leave as long as one of that group leaves for sure right now.
0: Okay, so you're you're happy that Cameron was able to see through the lies. You're not too worried about it or anything like that?
1: No, not at all. Uh, I think what me and Cam had was a genuine relationship. It honestly was. The only reason I didn't go and question uh, what was being said was because it was being collaborated by other people, and I gave my word that I wouldn't. I'm a type of fellow that when I give my word, I keep my word, even if it's to my own detriment.
0: Gotcha. And then in the last couple of minutes that we have here together, do you believe it was smart for Cameron to target one of Sarif, Felicia and Izzy this early in the game? Or do you believe he's written himself or bought himself an even faster one-way ticket home?
1: No, I think it was a smart move to go ahead and try to get him out right now. and uh, Maybe it'll keep people... Uh, put a little fear into people as to what he can do. And I think that's already being seen. Uh, the guy is a comp beast. He's been in every single competition since he's walked in the house. Uh, you can call that luck or whatever, uh, but it's got to be weighing heavy in the rest of the house guest mind. So I think getting one of them out is a big move. And once you disassemble that group, it opens other opportunities for him to build relationships with other people.
0: One of my favorite sayings in the game of Big Brother is you can never make a move too early, but you can always make a move too late. So I'm glad that Cameron's at least taken uh, advantage of this week, knowing that he has practically no one on his side to really shake things up. It's good. It's fun to see as a viewer and as a fan of the show. Now, my last question for you is. Sorry, these planes, my Lord. Please explain uh, Cerise Mist in the house. I don't understand how she has such a strong social hold on everyone and everything, and no one really seems to see it besides Cameron.
1: Well, honestly, it's because she's trained to do so. Uh, When you're trained and have been on four different seasons of reality shows where uh, the, the way to win is manipulation, you know, eventually some of that's going to stick and you get pretty good at it. I, and I think that's exactly what's going on with Sari. Not only that, she has that coupled with a thing that's 10 times more dangerous than a showman. She has a family member in the house with her. Uh, so she's got a lot of the chips, uh, stacked in her advantage, if you will. So it, it's, it's no wonder that, uh, the house guests are eating it up.
2: Yeah, Red. and I mean, it is a game of uh, manipulation. That's what it's all about. Now, Red, I do have a question. Now that you're back home, okay? did you call up any of the local hair salons to make sure they're going to still give you braids? Are you going to be rocking braids moving forward? Because it looked good when you did it. So I just want to know if you're going to continue doing it here. I ain't got many hair salons. I don't know if you could tell or not, but a haircut isn't exactly
1: the first thing on my list. Uh, but look, I just got lucky enough that Sari was there. She's the one that done my hair, uh, actually. And, uh, I did like the braid. So i might have to get my youngins, uh,
2: to, you know, do up the do before I head out every now and again. Well, when you get on that Instagram. The- Grand Red, somebody going to hit you up. We're going to get you some black girls to come and do your hair, okay? Now, Red, yeah. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the Royalty Podcast, and we can't wait to see what you're going to do in the future. If you need anything, always reach out to any of us, especially, you know, the Cookout, the Royalty Podcast. Unfortunately, Tiffany couldn't be here, but we just want to see you much love. Great game, and we wish you the best.